What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Today, I sit down with Ryan with DaVinci Home Remodeling. Uh, great episode. We talked a lot about pivoting, scaling, systemizing, niching down. You guys know if we get a remodeling contractor in here, we're going to talk strategy. But more importantly, we're going to look at the principles uh, so we can build a strong foundation, scale that foundation up, word, systemize it, and grow. So awesome episode, of course. Thank you for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I hope you guys get a lot out of this one today. And it starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, and where are you located? I'm located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Nice. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Ryan with Da Vinci Home Remodeling in Cincinnati. What's up, man? Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast, Business Breakthrough. Happy to hey. be here with you today. Thanks a lot. Of course, man. So, uh, so tell us, what, I mean, what's going on, man? What's up with your business? Tell us the good. Something's going really well. And then uh, I always like to ask, hey, what is that one thing, man, that's, uh, that you feel like you're ready to uh, overcome? Uh, absolutely. So I guess a brief introduction. Um, I, I, I kind of have experience from doing a lot of um, remodeling on a couple of houses that I own and working with my dad for a while. Um, I've never worked for like a formal contractor before, um, but, you know, I kind of have experience doing, doing everything and I've yep. taken the time to research and learn how to do everything correctly. Um, I'm not quite as fast at it as I wish I was, you know, but um, <clears throat> my goal here is to try and figure out how I can spend more time um, working on my business instead of working for my business. Love so right that. now um, I have, I have a partner and he and I, um, we are the feet on the ground and I'd like to try and figure out how to um, hire some employees and um, take some of that load off both for efficiency of, you know, getting the job done more quickly because yeah. um, you know, I haven't been doing this for 10 years, so it takes me longer to get a good quality result. Um, and uh I guess I want to, I want to figure out what I need to do to hire employees. Not, not as much in terms of like compliance and processing payroll. Cause that's, um, yeah, that's pretty easy to outsource, but, right. um, but figuring out how to get in the right place to be able to do that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when I talk to remodelers, um, it usually is the case of, it's a very hard business to, uh, to systemize and scale. Um, obviously once you do it, you've seen it, people are really successful at it, but early on, it's really hard because it's very, very skill based, uh, early on. In other words, like, you know, if you look at the labor pool for somebody that I can bring on to do painting for me, it's probably a hundred times bigger than your labor pool, which requires somebody with carpentry experience, tile experience on the understanding of, you know, like plumbing work and electric, you know, a little bit of electric. And right. I mean, it's, it's difficult. Um, when I look at, you know, if I ask you a question about your business, like, what is that one thing that you guys have been focusing on in terms of a project? What has that been looking like? So, um, we've been doing some, um, some kind of like full, full apartment remodels. Um, okay. and we've kind of done some the heck out of me because would that really, that's you're saying knocking down walls, redoing the kitchen, redoing the bathroom. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah. Yep. Just like that. So it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. Um, and 
And that might be you taking know, you about a month or sometimes six to eight weeks. Yeah, I'd say the one we're doing right now is will probably be about a month by the time we're done with it. Um, and you've been working there almost every day, you? Yes. And your My partner? partner okay. So how did you find that job? So actually that one I found on, uh, on Facebook. Um, there's a, uh, there's a, a group, a Facebook group um, in Cincinnati where uh, there's a lot of people looking for contractors and contractors advertising their services. So, um, and you kind yeah, of just put that, guy, that's, that's nice. That was, that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's what did you, probably, what did you do before this, Ryan? So, uh, in terms of, in terms of my job, yeah, uh, I, I was a industrial maintenance technician. So, um, kind of like low voltage electrical work, um, working on sewer, sewer robots actually. Um, so they drop them down in the sewer and drive them through and take pictures basically. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I got a little bit tired of, um, tired of the way the company was run. And I just kind of put in my, put in my notice without really knowing what I was going to do. How long ago was like, this? Uh, this was about three months ago. Okay. So you're at a pivotal point right now, right now. I just want you to know that you did it. You're here. You did survived it. it, even though in probably it's a little scary in the beginning, right? Absolutely. As we all went through everybody, anyone listen to this and myself, that was hard leaving security for the, the potential of abundance with doing your own thing, but it comes with a major cost. Now, Absolutely. when I look at what you, you did, you got to be careful because if you're just reactionary in your approach, in other words, you're just going to just react. In other words, like take whatever comes your way in the remodeling space, dude, you're always going to be spinning your tail. Okay. You're always going to be spinning your tail just because you can't really scale that. First of all, the job times are way too long. What does that mean? At the core of it, it means your cash flow is really slow. Right? Right. And if you're not diligent in coming up with, you know, I would say checkpoints for your customer. I don't know if you've ran into that yet, but being adamant about on-time pay with these long-term remodels, and sometimes things are out of your control. Then you have payroll issues. And right now, you and your partner Obviously, you don't have to apologize to one another for it, but if right. you bring on an employee and they don't get paid, then it's going to come out of your pocket, and then that's when it right. gets tricky, right? And, that, and that's so, the thing I'm trying to figure out here. Good point. How, what do I? What what kind of what kind of point do I need to get to um, to where I can I can focus more on um, on getting some employees? Remember on. this phrase here. It's one of my favorite phrases, and I even use it to this day. I've been doing my business for six years. Niche down, scale up. Okay niche down, scale up. It's very simple. You know, obviously there is opportunity in what you're doing. Leave that opportunity for people that aren't trying to scale people that want to stay where they are. In other words, maybe one or two guys that just are happy doing that. They'll probably do 10 or 12 of them a year and they'll make good money. Okay. I don't okay. think you're that guy. I think you're the type of guy that wants to be on top of their business. You want to oversee things. You want to walk into houses, shake hands and collect checks and, and create a system that generates a quality result over and over. Would I be correct in that assumption? Absolutely. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. So I know that's the case. Okay. So the idea behind that is, is that you've got to pick one thing. Okay. And when I say that, I'm not saying to deny work. I'm saying that you're looking at opportunity costs because you are giving up a lot of opportunity by being completely occupied for an entire month. You can't even get to opportunity that may be looking for you. In other words, you might have created some sort of word of mouth around your services and you can't even do it for X amount of time. 
right? And that's going to keep happening and keep happening. It's going to get frustrating. So the reason why I say niche down is because, of course, you know that there's a couple aspects of your business. You have marketing, you have sales, and you have production, okay? Right now, marketing your product hasn't been proven yet. You kind of got lucky on Facebook, right? I mean, you got lucky. And that's okay, but you can't survive off of that because it ultimately, do you have another job lined up after this? I have too much work to handle right now. So out of those jobs, are they all full remodels? No. Um, so I have a, a kitchen remodel scheduled, okay. a bathroom remodel scheduled, okay. um, and I have, I have a few more leads. Um, and then I have some, some smaller kind of get in, get out jobs that'll take okay. a day or two. So what I would do is reverse engineer those jobs that you sold. Okay. And when you look at them, out of all those jobs, which one was the easiest job to sell? Which one do you feel like? was just something you enjoyed estimating. It was easy for you to sell and you feel confident in, in your ability to do. Which one was that? I'd say, I'd say the, uh, the bathroom remodels are pretty quick and um, they're pretty easy to get right. Quick, uh, streamlined, straightforward, high demand. So if you look at the demand, kitchen remodel is a massive project for a household. It is. Very, you know, it's a very rare project, right? Right. Bathroom remodels, are almost as common as painting a house. Almost. It's like, oh, well, we're redoing the guest bathroom or we're redoing the master bathroom. You hear it all the time, dude. It's like, oh, but we're redoing our kitchen. It's like, whoa, all right, you're getting ready to redo your kitchen. That's brand new cabinets. And yeah, the, the ticket's high, very long-term project, right? Granite, right. countertops, sometimes moving plumbing around, sometimes moving electric electricity around. Bathroom remodels, shower, tile, bath, uh, vanity, paint. Right. Right. That was the easiest for you. Okay. So we understand that the sales process for that was simple. Okay, cool. Now, when I talk about the market share, the marketing, obviously I told you the bathroom is going to be a lot higher. Are you, are you in agreement with that? Would you believe that the market wants bathroom remodels more than kitchen remodels? Absolutely. Beautiful. So you understand the concept behind, if you were to market, you would probably have more success getting people to inquire or at least give you an opportunity to bid bathroom remodels, right? That makes sense. Okay. Now, so we have those two. So what happens when there's a product in high demand over time? What happens is, is that in the production market, you have more skilled individuals that know how to do that service. Okay. So you as the middleman, your job needs to, well, your mindset needs to transfer from I'm the one doing it to I'm the one connecting the supply to the demand. Okay. Now, maybe you already have that mindset. Maybe I'm just solidifying that to you. But the goal is to look for the one that has both high demand on in the terms of the market and high supply in terms of the production. So in other words, you're going to find a lot of people that know how to do bathroom remodels in comparison to kitchen remodels. You're going to find a lot of people that know how to do both kitchen and bathroom remodels in comparison to full apartment remodels. And it's not so much that they can't do it. A lot of people don't like doing full apartment remodels over and over because it's just a lot. It's, it's, it gets kind of, you know, I'm probably, I'm pretty sure you're probably pretty tired of going to that place after a month. I'd, I'd say a little bit. Yeah. So imagine if you weren't making a profit and you were just making a wage, how, how, you know, you know what I'm saying? For you, the profit sure. is what's driving you to wake up every morning. The wage is not going to, you're not going to do that. So what you're going to have are employees that start to get a little bit of uh, you know, they're not as, they're not as eager, you know? So right. 
I think the beauty of our business is being able to get in and get out. And I think if you can figure out a way to streamline the bathroom remodels and become a specialist in that, it's going to open up your eyes to the opportunity to scale and not only just scale the sales side, but be able to bring in individuals and not only just bring in people that would have the skill set, but train them. So that opens up your labor pool tremendously because you don't have to always find people with that skill set. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you streamline what you guys offer, that means that you guys have a finite amount of things that you're actually going to provide to a customer. In other words, okay, we're only going to provide porcelain tile and ceramic tile on the floor and the shower. Okay, cool. So we can create a training system to literally teach new techs to come in and learn how to tile out a bathroom. Right? So now you took somebody that didn't even know what to do and you turned them into a really awesome asset to your company. So that's a lot easier to do than saying, hey, we remodel pretty much everything. Now I have to teach someone 25 different things. That's not going to happen. You and I both know that. So that means you have to find a specialist. It's just going to stress you out. So if you were to, if I were to wrap my advice into one package here, it would be to stop doing everything but bathroom remodels. That makes a lot of sense. And that's something that I've, that I've heard um, kind of from other people, uh, not specifically in terms of like, you should work on bathroom remodels, but just that finding, finding a niche is, uh, is pretty instrumental to being successful. Um, so I guess I just have to make sure I have to make sure that I can, uh, since those go quicker, I need to make sure that there's a, a steady supply of those. Agreed. Uh, but and it, I know but... it gets better, uh, as you get more word of mouth. Um, but yeah, that, that sounds like a good, a good thing to focus on for sure. I mean, I think that the reality of the situation is, is that worst case, if it doesn't, of course, you guys can always pick up a kitchen remodel. I mean, the beauty of you being a, a, a very talented business owner is that you can always step in. And if you need to supplement, you can. I'm just saying from the focus of scaling, it's really interesting when you look at how easy it is to take on whatever comes your way. And the reason why is because there's a void in the marketplace for quality people, not only that, customer service oriented companies. So you know, you're just going to get opportunity that just kind of gets handed to you just because you answered the phone or because you showed up on time or because you created a proposal. So that kind of creates this certain level of, you know, I would say resistance on your part to be able to say no, even though it's tempting, especially when you kind of are starting a business after quitting your jobs. Like, I don't want to say no to anything. I want to make sure that I stay successful and I don't have to go back to work. Right. So there's a certain level of resistance that you have to have knowing that your marketing is going to take care of the lead flow. And that's where marketing comes in. Good marketing, being able to put your name in front of people that want bathroom remodeling, right? Absolutely. And if you're fully committed to this, which you may or may not be just shooting ideas out there, then it would probably require a a name change, maybe a DBA just to say, Hey, we, we do kitchen and bath. Even if you just say, Hey, you do want to do kitchens. Fine. That's common in the industry is that if I'm looking for a bathroom remodeling specialist, you know, if I see your name, which is Da Vinci Remodeling, isn't it? Da Vinci Home Remodeling, yeah. Home Remodeling. And then I see Jones Kitchen and Bath Remodeling. Who's the specialist? Kitchen and Bath. So the eyes of the market, the eyes of the consumer is what matters, not what you like. Remember that in any case, it's the eyes of the consumer. So maybe you are better, far better. Maybe you're much more professional, but when you have a toothache, you don't go to the general care, you go to a dentist. 
Right. You understand? So, I mean, yeah, it, it might be a little bit farther than that. Maybe, you know, maybe think about that. You're so early into your business. If you ever do make a change, now's the best time. Um, so that, that, that would be my advice on, on that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. In terms of sales, do you have any questions in that regard? Do you find yourself um, having any trouble with, with closing the deal or, or how about marketing in general? I mean, a lot of the business you've got has come from word of mouth, right? Um, some of it's come from word of mouth and um, some of it's come from Angie. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how you feel about Angie because um, I kind of started listening to your podcast from the beginning oh, okay. and I haven't got to any Bro. episodes um, um, about that. I'm I sure you've talked about, about Angie the same way everyone else does. They're overpriced, but they're still offering um, what I, I do believe, you know, and, and this, again, I always make this point. It is not what we like or you like. It's what the customer likes. If they like Angie and they trust sure. Angie, somebody's going to be on the receiving side of those leads. I'd rather it be me. Do I have to pay a little more? Sure. But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go to premium painting. They went to Angie to help them. So I am operating on behalf of Angie. And when you shift the mindset like that, you don't take it personal when the leads are a little more expensive. Um, Do you find yourself struggling with those leads? Um, So I would say, I would say not really. I mean, sometimes I get leads where nobody answers the phone. Um, Let me ask you about that. Let's dial that in because Angie is almost about survival. It's a little bit different. You know, that the leads are pretty expensive, obviously, right. Especially for remodeling. When you get a lead, you know, are you, are you calling quick? I call as quick as I can. Okay. I I think that, uh, are there people in your list of leads that you've paid money for that you purchased that haven't answered the phone? There are. Is it part of your process as a business owner to call them every day? Every day. Um, I would say not every day. Um, I've, I've kind of gone back a a few weeks later, maybe, and followed up with, with a couple of them, but, um, so that's something that you need to look at in terms of how you approach it, because have you ever had a sales job before? Um, I don't believe so. I have not. Well, I mean, in any capacity, like sometimes sales, but let me, let me help you with, with this service. It's very important. You understand and, and as a business owner, you by default become a salesperson, right? Right. Like you're a salesperson, whether you have experience or not, you own a business, you now are a salesperson. The principle behind a good salesperson is understanding how the buyer goes through their journey to get to you. So you have to understand that the person who puts in that inquiry, okay, is as excited as they're ever going to be in that moment. The longer that you wait to get them hooked on getting an estimate from you, the longer time they have to talk themselves out of it or, you know, that excitement leaves. So when I say call every day, it's more so a numbers game, law of averages, you know, and it should be part of your process to prepare for employees because you're going to have to capitalize on that opportunity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we use automation. You probably heard drip jobs, you know, essentially the lead comes in, it shoots out a text and an email within seconds, you know, but I still call if they don't respond to that, you know, there's nothing like calling, you know, so I would definitely utilize that and, and try to maybe even call them today. Anyone that have fell through the cracks. Yeah. So I did have one other thing I was going to ask you about. Um, have you ever heard of the contractor fight? Uh, yeah. Yep. Tom Reaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the, one of the things that, that he mentioned, I was looking at some of his videos the other day um, and he kind of was like, 
you know, you should focus, you should focus like very strongly on selling jobs, like always be focused on selling jobs. And I guess the, the kind of contradiction that I have with thinking about that, can you, can you take her? Sorry about that. Um, I kind of, I kind of wonder how can I, how can I get the job done if I'm, you know, totally focused on, totally focused on selling more jobs? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, you know, I think in terms of you should always be like, I mean, again, I, I, I align with that very well, just like what I just told you. It's, it's a constant balance, Ryan, of, you know, of sales, of marketing and of production. And as companies grow, you got to understand that like the growth allows you to hyper-focus on one of those areas. Because right now, if you looked at the percentage of how much time and effort and energy you're giving administration, sales, marketing, and production, give me a percentage of what percentage of, of, of production you're spending out of 100. Uh, I would say 85 to 90% production. 85 to 90%. That is exactly what I was going to say. So that means that sales in your business is probably only getting 3 to 5%. Those are your estimates. Right. Marketing is only getting three to 5%. That is your maybe random Facebook posts or jumping in on a post or just, right. you know, posting on Instagram or whatever. And administration just probably is just you answering the phone. Okay. So right. when you look at scaling, what that does is it slowly decreases the percentage that you have to spend on production that you can allocate your personal, you know, your personal output into those other areas. Now, here's the deal. Marketing, if not done by someone else, could occupy a major percentage. In other words, that would mean that you have to generate business. Do you know how hard that is? I mean, essentially, it's you either knocking on 100 doors and advocating your service, or it's you learning how to do Google ads, or it's you learning how to do Facebook ads, nurturing those leads, right? Or you can dish the rock, pass it to someone else, hire a marketing company to do that for you. What does that do? Guess what that does? That allows you to now only have what? Sales, administration, and production. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when you allocate that, now you can spread out your wings a little bit because you're not worried about marketing. You've outsourced it. Well, let's talk about administration. You said outsourced earlier today. I love that word, right? So administration, that's payroll, right? That's accounting, bookkeeping, right. organization, payroll, gusto, accounting, QuickBooks, if you really want to, or hire an accountant. Uh, organization, drip jobs, CRM, something to communicate with your customers for you, keep them up to date, reschedule jobs, focus on scheduling, all the things that you could, you're probably doing now, maybe on a notepad or some other app, right? Outsource that. And then whatever the, oh, answering the phone. Maybe you hire someone to answer the phone, right? So then now administration's gone. So then what does it leave you with? Sales and production, right? Well, right. hiring, right? What does that mean? Well, you get a team to produce the work. Oh my God, guess what happens? If that happens, then your percentage of production might just be overseeing the production, which is maybe only 10% of your output. Right. Quality controlling the production. And that leaves you what? 90% on what? Sales. That's it. And that's the secret is to eliminate everything but sales until you hit at least 1.5 million in revenue. And then maybe you get a salesperson. And then at that point, now you're just focusing on ops, operations, making sure everything's smooth, making sure everything's optimized, making sure your leader team is motivated, making sure culture is good, making sure community right. is good, making sure product is good. You know, that's all cool. 
But I'm saying when you're in the hunt, man, the first few years, the goal is to strip everything away. Today, you really could. You could get a good software. Of course, I'm going to advocate drip jobs. Sign up for Gusto. Sign up for an accountant in your area, right? Hire a marketing company and begin the process of niching down, which will allow you to find good production to take over the production to where now all you got to worry about is grabbing leads from your marketing company and turning them into sales. Yeah. Did that help? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I think since, since I have, I have enough, um, you know, personal, personal capital to cover any sort of, any sort of unexpected, um, issues with customers. Uh, I think that I can still pay an employee if I have any issues with the customers. So it makes sense to try and, to try and hire somebody, um, to, to get that boost. I think, I think now's the time to do a test run. And I don't think you need to actually hire somebody. Honestly, man, you could look at what a subcontractor would look like. Find someone who find someone who's willing to do a subcontractor relationship and just dish out that bathroom remodel job, right? Maybe you have them, you know, sit down with them, do an interview like you would, and just kind of feel it out, feel what that's like to pass the ball, you know? But again, the big concern would be, you know, do I have enough work? That's the big concern, right? Everyone has that concern, right. but you need a marketer. You need somebody that's going to generate you leads on tap. You know, most of yeah. what you should probably focus on is Facebook being in the remodeling space. You know, I mean, again, remodeling and painting have some similarities in terms of before and after photos, you know, obviously appeal, it's an emotional buy, um, you know, so um, how many leads do you think you're getting from Angie right now? I'd say I probably get about um, five or six leads a month. Five um, or six leads. What's your, what did you put your budget as? 300, the, okay. the minimum. That's crazy low. Yeah. Crazy low. Um, you should scale that up, you know, at least to a thousand bucks a month. And I know you're it's like, what? No, it's not. It's just what it is, is reps and opportunity. And I think you should only take bathroom remodels from there. Yeah. I, I can also, uh, I, I think I can, I think I can change my advertising category so that they'll only advertise for bathroom remodels. You can. Yep. You just change it to bathrooms and just, you know, I think you should try that at least to the end of the year and literally only take bathrooms and go all in on that idea. Because what it'll allow you to do is be an expert at it. And then what's cool is that you can create certain pricing packages that make it easy for your customers to buy certain upgrade options, you know, right. different things like that to where it's not so random, you know, oh, well, I saw this on Pinterest, you know, and it's like, all right, well, you know, we kind of, you know, it's kind of like when you go to a, a builder, they have different housing plans and then you just customize right. their plans because they do that because they know the pricing, they know the system, they know the timeline, they know the trades they need, they know the, the materials they need, they know everything. So yeah. you as a student of your business should outline maybe five or six different options. And believe it or not, I would assume that the vast majority of consumers would prefer that because it's so hard even picking colors in the painting space rather than, well, what color tile, what color this? So in other words, an expert would say, hey, listen, I know picking tile is probably going to be a little bit challenging. I want to let you know that included in this sale is a local decorator I have, and she's going to facilitate all the choices, and she knows the assigned budget for this project. And if you exceed that budget, we'll just charge you the difference, but she's going to facilitate that for you. Right now she knows, Hey, I only want you to do at least $2 a square foot or maybe $4 a square foot on tile. So they can stay right. within that range. You know, they can, you know, you, you see, you see how you can systemize that. Yeah. And you could, you could do that. I, now. I'm, 
the kind of thing that I'm, that I'm like hyper-focused on about this is, you know, now I'm thinking about, um, since I started doing this, uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's, that I've been missing in my estimates. Um, you know, just with like, uh, like as an example, um, you know, we didn't factor in at all that the plaster in this house was, was going to be like falling off the walls, you know? So that took so much extra time, um, to take care of this, but if we focus on one thing, it'll be really easy. Like it'll be really quick and easy to know almost exactly what stuff's going to cost because right. We specialize and, and, you can, and, and what's good is with a system, you know, you can have predictability and you can have awareness around things that, you know, again, when you look at a whole house remodel, dude, do you know how many variables you have to think? So of? many. I mean, I wouldn't even do it. I don't even care how much they pay me just because of the stress. Right. And, and yeah. again, like, not many people are getting this advice in your space and it's going to create a void. There's people that are just like you that aren't taking this advice. So in other words, the market is just, everyone's bouncing around, right. To all the different things. And then that's going to leave it wide open for you, for people that are eager to get their bathroom remodeled, knowing that you can get in, get started within two to three weeks. Cause that's all you do. Right. And their quick turnaround, maybe two weeks sometimes. Yeah. Weeks, say. Maybe quick turnaround. Right. And just perfect that. Be the best at that. Maybe as you grow, you expand the kitchens, you know? Um, yeah. But I especially, think you know, the thing I was thinking about, you said, you said that there's, um, you know, there's not a lot of people that want to do kitchens. I kind of interpret that as, um, you know, there might be, there might be a, a demand for it at a later date. Cause I, I, I agree with you getting, getting quick jobs. And the other thing about um, doing smaller jobs like that is you can crank them out and get a lot more, uh, a lot more word of mouth that way. And good quicker, reviews quicker and cash flow. There's a gentleman, uh, man, chameleon decor. He's a uh, dude. I don't know. Why I can't think of his first name, but he was on his podcast. Same situation, same situation. I think I told him to do painting, but I, I don't know. No, I think he niched down. It was the same situation. He's doing great. He's doing great. So look up that podcast chameleon decor. He's in Canada. Okay. Yeah. But if you no, want to listen no. to one, that was the same situation as this. And he, he's been on twice. So listen to the first one is eerily similar, but you know, but again, I can't change what I think is a principle. So the advice isn't changing, but the principle behind it is if it's easy to sell, easy to market, easy to produce, you can systemize that. And if right. you can systemize that, you can package it. And then when you package it, you can stand back, look at it and refine it. And when you refine it, it becomes quicker and it becomes more efficient and it becomes more profitable. And from there you can grow, right? It's just interesting how that works, but you cannot do that. If you guys are reactive, you're just in it right now. You're like, Oh, the plaster's falling. We got to do this. I didn't even order drywall. I got to get this. It's like, Oh my God, it's chaos. So, right. and listen, I know you got a, I know you got a couple jobs lined up. So I know this isn't going to be a quick thing you can do. Cause I'm sure you're committed already. Uh, did you commit to another home remodel? Uh, well, actually, actually the, uh, the apartment that I'm doing right now, um, they have the, another one. The, the owner wants us to do, it's a, it's a fourplex and he wants us to do all four of them. And then he's got a house next door. That's yeah, you're going to be six months before you could take this advice. I would strongly consider having a meeting with your business partner saying, Hey, we got to look at this and see, was this even worth it? No. Did you make a lot of money? Uh, I mean, I'd say so. In the, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at what you outproduce in the amount of time, could you have so, done bathrooms well, in that time and made more? I'd say so. 
Okay. I probably could so have that's done. not me. That, that's what I mean. Like, was it like opportunity cost? Because typically, even in my painting business, you know, okay, fine. You might look at like painting a Publix, right? And it's, you know, it would take us a month, you know, of work for 50 grand when in a month's time, we're going to make 80 grand doing, doing a bunch of jobs, right. right? So for me, I don't, that's why I don't take commercial because I never was able to justify it when residential pays more, it's quicker, the cash flow is better. And I don't have to deal with a, a project manager and corporate and all that crap, Yeah, you know? So you know, that now's the time where you look and say, was what we're doing working? And here's the cool thing is you're so early into this, okay, where people who don't look back and say, was this working? They wait too long. So you, you tested it out. It works. Now refine what you've done and say, okay, we like doing this. This was easy. This is where the leads are coming in. This is what people want. Let's focus on this and be the best at it. Absolutely. And then maybe you get a showroom, right? Maybe you invite people to your showroom. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know? That's a little bit down the line, but definitely a good idea. Freaking do it, man. Be the best. <laughs> uh, so was this helpful? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It went a completely different direction than I thought it would. Um, but I think that. Uh, That's why we do these off the top, man. I don't know. You know, you never know. But it, I think you, I mean, just your attitude about it is super cool. I think if you stick to this advice, again, part of you believes it in a sense that like, if you actually committed to this, you're going to see that hiring is going to be easier recruiting is going to yeah. be easier. Production is going to be easier. And if you get anything from what you just experienced in this last month, do, did you finish yet? Are you still there at the job? We're still there. We're still how there. Many, how many more days you got? Uh, we should be done by the end of next week. And how have you been being paid? Uh, so the, the homeowner, for some reason, I was just going to do like, you know, a deposit and then, um, you know, half the labor and half the materials halfway through, and then a final payment for the labor at the end. But for some reason, the homeowner is uh, dealing with some kind of investment banking situation. So he just wants an invoice every like three or four days. Okay. Yeah. It works so out well for us. That actually does work. I thought you were going to say, well, he can't pay us until the end. I'm like, damn, you know, but <laughs> in any case, you know, that actually worked out really well. So, you know, look, man, look at it at the big picture. This is just advice, you know, uh, but I, I feel as though if you just focus on that, man, things will be easier. I mean, maybe you can't see it now, but you'll see it when, you know, when you get there and you just start cranking them out, you start saying, man, if we just focus on this, you know, the market is, is pretty big. Yeah. Know? And Hey, oh, one other question before, before you wrap up here, um, you mentioned increasing the advertising budget to about a thousand dollars with Angie. Yeah. Um, would you recommend that I continue to invest that money with Angie or that I should place it elsewhere? Honestly, if you feel like Angie is bringing you bathroom leads, like, keep it there for right now. hundred percent. Okay. That's your marketer, right? Yeah. Like, I like right. that you're already investing in leads. I'm just saying like, like if you're getting like consistent people that want, I don't know. I don't know what the lead flows like there. I wouldn't change that. If you feel as though you're not getting the result that you want there, that's when you may look into a marketer to help you with bathroom remodeling. You know, I, 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 but, but again, I think there's a large responsibility on your part to continue with Facebook posts maybe do your own, uh, learn, learn that aspect of boosting and getting the word out there and just starting, starting the branding process. I really think that if after this advice, you had this major epiphany and said, you know what, I don't want to do home remodeling anymore. I truly think you should change the name. I truly think you should think about changing your name just for search engine optimization, for just general awareness, for just 
specialist when you show up to the job, you know, I mean, on your proposals, you know, like all that matters. Um, so just consider that, you know, at, at the very I least. I will. Yeah, but I would, I would stick with it. I think you need reps. You've only been doing this for three months. So you need to understand sales to its core. You don't need to have a sales job to be a great salesperson. You just need to understand the game. And with Angie leads, you have to understand the thought process behind someone putting it in. They don't know you. Okay. They right. sometimes don't even know what the heck Angie's about to do. Right. And number three, they're emotional in that moment. So you got to capitalize on that. They don't answer the first time you call again, you know, and I look, it's hard for me not to say it. Cause like, dude, I know drip jobs would be amazing for you. I don't want this to be a pitch, but bro, I mean, connect drip jobs to Angie and they're getting texted and they're going to get emails every day with a link to book. So even if you are busy, they're at least getting your company put in front of them every day until they do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something to think about, you know. Yeah, well. I'll look into it for sure. Um, well, I definitely appreciate all the advice. Um, I think I think you uh, kind of hit the hit the nail on the head. Is that what they say? Um, so, with yeah. the uh, yeah, I'm fired the, up for you, man. I hope you are too. And I, 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 I am. I am. Good. I'm fired up. <laughs> Good man. I kind of want to go out and, and sell a bathroom remodel job. <laughs> well, send it my way. <laughs> yeah, right. Fly down. Thanks, Ryan. Man, if you need anything, please reach out, brother. There. Well, hey, come back sometime soon. Let me know how it goes and we can talk about the next step in your business, brother. Absolutely. Take care, man. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Tanner. You're welcome, brother. Take care. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So, uh, one of our awesome drip job users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what drip jobs is, is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about drip jobs for his business. Uh, what is going on? I'm here with Matthew and Carrie of Purity Painting, um, and they are in Minnesota, users of Drip Jobs. Uh, the other day, you had a Drip Jobs hat on, so you must like it. Ah, you have it right there. <laughs> Got to represent, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what is, um, you know, first things, you know, I like to frame it like this because I want people that are on the fence to hear it. Like initially, were you on the fence about trying, trying out Drip Jobs? Absolutely. Very much. Very much so. <laughs> a little skeptical? <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but what, what was it that was skeptical? Was it the price? Was it the promise? Was it the goofy guy who talks about it all day? <laughs> well, um, our first introduction to drip jobs was in uh, at the PCA Expo, yep. and that's where I was able to meet you and uh, uh, someone who's on your team or uh, works with you um, ran through a demo on his um, iPad, and what what kind of got me was. Um, I think there was like a, um, a company open for the demo, but he was like, you know what? I'm going to close out of this really quick. I'm going to get into a, a different uh, browser. And he pulled up his own painting company <laughs> and it wasn't yours. It was his own. Yeah. And he began to show me how it worked. Yeah. And, um, and so I immediately got on the horn with Carrie uh, here <laughs> in Minnesota and said, okay, we've got to check this out because um, I don't know if I should name names, but we tried a lot of other um, sure. a lot of other, uh, programs and different things. And, um, some of them were like kind of economy. Some of them were quite, ex quite spendy, you know, um, but didn't deliver what we needed at all. And so we tried like 
eight different things and then uh, decided to give trip drops a whirl. Yeah, love it. And then the rest is history. Exactly. Yep. What is it that you what is it that you like about drip jobs the most? Like if you had to sum up something, what is it what does it do for you in your business? I'll go first and then I want to let Carrie answer it because yeah. we both use it probably equally as much um, on multiple devices. And uh, what I like is that you know you brought up the like the, the cost, like at, at first, was that kind of something that sure. uh, kind of was maybe gonna deter you from from uh, trying it out. Yeah, uh, it, I, I feel like it, it saves a lot of money because it saves a lot of heartache, headache. It just is easy, you know, like made by a painter for painters, sure. you know. Absolutely. It's just easy to navigate. And even in the few short months since we've been um, using drip jobs, I guess since what, March, mm -hmm. I believe, um, you've rolled out a ton of new stuff that just makes life even easier. The Google integration, wow. Uh, you just talked to us today about uh, kind of a hack for company cam, which we yep. also use, which we also signed up for down at PCA Expo. Yep. Um, and then you mentioned that you're going to work on something that's even a little bit more direct going forward. Yep. And so uh, it just works great for us. Yeah. Um, it makes things quick and easy and it's easy to follow. It was hard for me. Uh, I'm pretty 80, ADD uh, to <laughs> always follow up and say, hey, could you give us a review or, you know, I just want to let you know that yep. uh, we're on our way to your job. And so, yep. on, so. love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Man. I, I no, just that's a good answer because it's important. Everybody does business different. And, you know, kind of spearheading this project of drip jobs. It's like, man, this is people's businesses, right? Your whole business is on that thing. And what we want to do is just make it to where it's almost like you have an employee full time, 24 seven, just like, hey, here's the information you need at the exact time you need it. Hey, this is the follow-ups that I did today. Hey, you know, we just got a proposal accepted. Hey, enjoy your vacation. I got it from here, right? <laughs> just, just yesterday, I, I sent out a few like before bed and, yeah. and, and woke up to a couple of deposits. You know? Oh, dude, there's nothing um, better than that, right? Yeah. And, 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 and we, we, we had uh, apparently hadn't set up uh, like having our clients kind of uh, cover yeah. the costs of the, of those transactions, but it's deterred nobody. You know, yeah. everybody wants to pay on a card it's so easy it. easy it's so much different than driving to, to go get there or paypal right. or anything like exactly that. yeah it's great and carrie you had some thoughts on that yeah uh so it has just streamlined our crm it is just like taking away so much headache of like okay who do we need to go schedule a bid for who do we need to actually go to the bid that's already scheduled who do we need to follow it's like you know instead of having all these things out there it's just all right in front of us, um, which has just been a life. I tell people this all the time in the demos. It's like my new line. It's like, listen, drip jobs is not going to do anything that you're not already doing or trying to do. And it's like all those buckets just represent like where your customers are. Drip jobs is just showing you, you know, mm -hmm. and then and it, and it gives you some like sense of can, do you guys feel like you're a lot more in control like of your business? Oh, like, you yeah. kind of, like oh, see the big oh picture yes. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Much more control and yeah. saves us a lot of time. And headache. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Something as easy as like just clicking into GPS to the address on an estimate, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, it just take takes you right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's good. So you guys saw the new update. What do you guys think? Has it been helpful? The new update, like the yeah, Google. The new update, like the Google and the different. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot, a lot to it. 
Um, and even little things like the like the forms that you can you know have on there and you just click and it's already there. Or like we like to we like to um, give like a little PDF of like, hey, here's some duration exterior uh, satin that we're going to be using. And they yep. kind of get to see that and like what yep. that's like, you know, I just click on it and it's already in there. Yep. There's the so template. Yeah. That are um, kind of preloaded. Yeah. But you can kind of you Customize. can do you can crank things out much faster mm -hmm. without yep. re-uploading things uploading uh well then uh, you're gonna auto. love that little company cam i think i did because you need tell when you told us that i'm like oh i gotta show them i forgot to tell you <laughs> yeah no i saw that on facebook this morning and uh yeah. i need to look at it again and give it a whirl yeah so i think you'll, you'll save a lot of time there but you know listen guys part of this was just you know just saying hello uh and i thank you for your time today to, to do this and really the goal is to grow drip jobs and create more cool features. We have a lot of that we're working on. Um, you know, last I always end it like this. Hey, what's one thing you would tell somebody that's on the fence right now, who's maybe just starting their business or doing it on their own. And just, there's a bunch of stuff all over the place. What would you tell them? Give them some advice real quick. I would say like to them, give it a try because you'll realize within just the first day, it's going to save you so much time. Yeah. And the, and the time is the most valuable asset we have. So yeah, it's pretty sure good <laughs> I, I, I would say the same thing. If, if you're on the fence, just go for it because it, it's something that uh, whether whether you whether you're just starting out and you don't even have like any capital or anything, or you've been doing it for a long time, it's just going to be it's, it's like having another person working for you mm -hmm. and um, doing so much work for you. It's well worth it. We're excited um, for anybody else who's going to join. Yeah. It seems like. What's also great, I know you probably got to uh, get off here, but um, there's a community of drip jobbers, you know, um, yeah, online and people are sharing things and, and it's almost like there's an energy around it, you know, um, yeah, I agree. That's just really great. And yeah. you guys clearly take pride in what you do and do great oh, work. I love it. Yeah. It's the, it's the culture of drip jobs. And I think it's, you know, there's a lot of growth minded, motivated people and they're trying to hit different heights in their business. And you guys know that you know, if you listen to anything that I put out there, it's all, it's legacy. We're trying to build a legacy, trying to build a business that can be scaled, maybe sold or who knows, but we got to have good software to do that. So you guys are awesome. Thank you uh, for giving me the time today and sharing that. And uh, it really means a lot. All right. Take care, Tana. Thanks. Yeah.